Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Light Reading's Mike Dano about the FCC's recent ruling to provide E-rate money for Wi-Fi on school buses. Mike explains which service providers and government officials were in support of the ruling and what it could mean for students in schools. Hey, Mike, welcome back to What's the Story? Hi, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Okay. Just okay. All right. That's all. We'll take it. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) So today we're talking about Wi-Fi on buses. What's going on there? Yeah. Lots school buses, right? Actually, yeah. You'd think that this both school buses and Wi-Fi sound kind of boring, but I think that that's actually kind of interesting. And there's there's been some new stuff going on. Um, so yeah. So really what we're so it's it's Wi-Fi on school buses, but really what we're talking about is the E-rate program that was developed in the 1990s by the FCC to help schools pay for telecom services, internet connections and that kind of stuff, which as you can imagine is relatively important for schools to have internet connections, right? That's also a big... sidebar. I think yeah. that's interesting that they had the foresight to do that back in the nineties. Cause I mean, that's kind of when it was just starting to take off in schools. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and so now, but now it's like that, those, those, that set of E-rate regulations are they're trying to bring it into the you know in, into the modern day america um and that's where that's where this debate is is sitting right now so the question is can you use the e-rate program to to supply internet connections onto school buses because you can do it at a school building but can you also apply the the funding that's available through e-rate to be able to connect school buses to the internet. Now, the and there's arguments actually on both sides. So uh, the Democrats generally argue that yes, you sh- should, can and should be able to do that because when a student is on a school bus, they're going to school and they're doing their homework on the school bus. And in places like New, uh, New Mexico and Vermont, they might be on that school bus for an hour or more because you know they live in rural areas, you know, it takes a long time to get there, whatever. Um, but there is actually an argument against it. So uh, Republicans led by Ted Cruz argue that no, the E-rate program is not suitable for that um, for that uh, use of putting internet on school buses. And and their argument, I think Majel, I'm going to quote it, their argument may, uh, mostly centers on the, on the notion that uh, internet on a school bus is not really monitored. And that, so here's the quote from uh, uh, one of the letters about this uh, from the Republicans is that subsidizing children's unsupervised internet access to social media sites like TikTok and Instagram on their school bus rides to and from school is not a proper use of the E-rate program. So that's, those are the two sides of the debate that's going on right now. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. And and I was kind of thinking that too, like what what is the likelihood really of the kids actually using the Wi-Fi on the school bus, because there isn't anyone there monitoring them. Um, and I imagine there's, you know, a lot of restrictions once they're in school about cell phone use and um, especially on, um, you know, maybe computers in the library, what they can access anyway. Yeah. Um, 
you know, does it does it create more of a distraction? Um, right. Potentially for the bus driver as well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can tell you that my kids, they go to school, they do they, at the school, they have Internet filters. And so they just like they can't go to YouTube in certain mm-hmm. situations. And a lot of the social media sites are just blocked on the filter. You just can't access them. Um, so, you know, there's that, but, uh, I think what's interesting, you know, for, 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 you know, the people in the telecom industry is, uh, there's a little bit of a, uh, blast from the past. And that one of the companies that's really involved in this whole thing is a company called Kajit, K-A-G-E-E-T, uh, J-E-E-T. And, uh, that might ring a bell to some folks because they actually were one of the companies, um, in the early two thousands that that had an MVNO and they made a special phone for kids. They actually had, it's called the Firefly, Firefly phone. And it had a mom and a dad button. And then it could store like 10 other numbers. And that was all the phone numbers the kid could dial. And it was a phone that was specially designed for kids. Anyway, that's where Kajit came from. But in uh, 2017, it stopped selling those phones, stopped doing that. And it instead pivoted and started selling... Um, internet connection to school buses. Like that's one of its big, uh, business lines of business. And, um, and so, you know, when, when the discussion mainly has been about Wi-Fi on school buses, and that's obviously how students would access it. But the way that it works is you actually put a, a cellular modem on the school bus and then the cellular modem broadcasts a Wi-Fi signal. So it's actually backhauled through a cellular connection. And so that's why, uh, companies like T-Mobile mm. have, filed documents with the FCC saying that they do support the use of the E-rate program for Wi-Fi on school buses because, surprise, surprise, they would, you know, be the one to do, to provide those cellular connections and, and would make money as a result. Yeah, they would benefit from that. Yeah. Is, is there any um, information about, you know, how much money they're looking for to dedicate to this project? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's still unclear. Basically what the FCC, and so the latest development here is that just uh, uh, this past week, the FCC held their open meeting. Uh, they voted, all the Democrats voted to uh, support this this new use of the E-rate program. So it did pass. So the FCC has opened up the E-rate program so that schools can use that money to supply internet connections to school buses. So that just passed this week. And so now what would happen is the schools themselves would, you know, whatever school wants to do this would apply to the E-rate program in order to receive funds to do that. And then the school would spend the money with companies like Kajit or T-Mobile in order to actually do it. Um, but they're saying, you know, it's it, the the actual money that's involved is, is not that huge. I mean, really, you just buy you know, one of those uh, hotspot devices, put it on the bus, everybody on the bus gets Wi-Fi, and you know, it's like 50 bucks a month, basically, maybe a hundred. Um, but yeah, the expenses are not not super high. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it could be beneficial for kids that maybe have um, not the best connection at home, not that, you know, Wi-Fi is always that much better, but um, at least they could, you know, maybe finish up some homework that they started. But Exactly. I think that's it's hard weird. to say. I would, I would, I would still think most kids would take the opportunity to be on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Sorry, kids. I don't have a, a ton of faith in your self control. <laughs> exactly. My kids are any indication they're doing plenty of social media. That's that's true. But yeah, I mean the you know the argument for it is that uh, for some students this is this is their only chance to connect. Their home may not have Wi Fi. Uh, or reliable internet connection. And so this is an opportunity to just expand 
the amount of time that they might be connected and be able to do homework. Um, mm -hmm. And for the and kids yeah, that don't get motion sickness, <laughs> like <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I didn't see any anything in the in the rules about uh, yeah throwing up from uh, looking at your screen too much while you're. <laughs> There's no like caveat for. Um... You know, funding for Dramamine for, for all these children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And all I can think of is uh, Otto, the school bus driver on The Simpsons. You know, I don't know what he would have to say about it. Probably, uh, probably he'd be in, in support of it. I that's that's my yeah guess. yeah yeah. I mean, I know in um, a, a few years ago uh, in Raleigh, they started offering Wi-Fi on um, the public buses, um, so like the the citywide buses and everything, but. Our transit's not that great. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's nice. Still takes an hour and a half to go. It would be 30 minutes in a car, but <laughs> sure. That's a nice benefit. <laughs> yeah, I can. I mean, I take the train here in Denver. I take the train to the airport pretty regularly. And I always use my phone as a hotspot uh, and, and do work on the train. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's a, and I typically don't get motion sick though. <laughs> that's Which, yeah. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> that helps. Cool. Well, anything else on that? Did they say, did they mention at all where they plan on? Uh, well, I guess it depends on which schools apply first um, in terms of where it's going to be rolled out. And you mentioned T-Mobile. Were there any other service providers that kind of weighed in on the discussion? Yeah, it was, uh, I checked the uh, FCC docket. Um, so, you know, there was uh, there was a lot of support for the program for expanding e-rate to school buses for example the american library association said that they uh they supported the the idea of it um t-mobile was one of the only um service providers that i saw recently file into the docket um and so and 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 you know like we talked about the fcc did uh decide to pass it so it so it is it is officially part of the e-rate um program now so i think the next step would be you know companies like Kajit would go to schools and say, hey, like there's been changes to the E-rate program. Now you, you know, you can apply for funds to pay for this kind of thing. It wouldn't come out of your budget necessarily. And so that would be that I assume that's going to be the next step. And, and you know, it represents an expansion of uh, the opportunity for cellular providers. Very cool. Well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the update on this. It'll be interesting to see how it takes off. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Pierre Landriel, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>